Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing the book of Esther, looking at verse, uh, still in chapter 2, looking at verses 10 and 11. And these two verses again set the stage for the um, hatred that's going to be shown later on in the book. But let's listen to what God's word says. Esther did not reveal her nationality or her family background because Mordecai had ordered her not to. Every day, Mordecai would walk back and forth in front of the courtyard of the women's quarters to find out how Esther was and what was happening to her. Again, that's Esther chapter 2, verses 10 and 11 from the God's Word translation, which titles this, Esther Becomes Queen. I'll be back to share insights, and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Esther chapter 2, verses 10 and 11 from the God's Word translation. And as I read this section, I thought a simulation. But let's just uh, listen to what the commentaries have to say and then see if you get the same idea that I do. Because Esther was told not to share her ethnicity. And um, of course she did. But that's also gonna, that's gonna be our backstory for some of the things that's going to happen later on. Let me uh, share from the commentaries though. The narr- the details in the narrative is meant to foreshadow hostilities against the Jewish people and Mordecai's uh, sneakiness to prevent the hostilities. So remember this backstory, you're going to have to, it's going to come up again later. This is why he uh, asked her not to share her ethnicity. Mordecai did not ask her to deny her country, nor to uh, tell a lie to conceal her parentage, but he only told her not to proclaim her country. All truths are not to be spoken at all times, though an untruth is not to be spoken at any time. So she didn't lie, she just didn't say. But I guess nobody asked because if she's there, she had a right to be there. And then God's providence says that she's going to be there because I have something for her to do. But back to the um, commentaries. Um, She was born in Shushan and her parents, being dead, all took her to be uh, Persian and took her to be of Persian extraction. And she was not bound to change what they thought. So Esther, the, that ninth verse may be implying that Esther might have eaten some unclean uh, food 
are broken a number of other ceremonial regulations. And then they told us to compare her story to Daniel. Remember, Daniel and his friends were like, we can't do it. It's against what we believe. We can't eat the food that you have here. So to keep her, her identity secret, she probably ate the, uh, what was offered her. Her guardian, Mordecai, uh, functions as her father. And he's the one that made a request. Uh, so culturally and very broadly applied standards of the law, she would have been disobeying her father if she had refused. So he asked her not to tell, you know, your nationality. And it, uh, commentaries go on to say, how tender was he of her? And this sounds like Matthew Henry, and guess what it is? How tender he was of her as if she had been his own child. He walked before her door every day to know how she did and what interest she had. Mordecai's uh, great interest in Esther's state shows his love and concern for her in such a potentially dangerous place. So even though she's in the king's palace, she's not safe. And I think the reason could be because of her ethnicity. Maybe that's why he didn't want her to announce her parentage. She was also respectful of him as a father figure. Though in relation she was his equal, but younger, she honored him as a father. They were cousins. This is an example to orphans. If you fall into the hands of those who love you and take care of you, uh, make sure you return that love and affection to them. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word as we study the book of Esther. Thank you for giving us that image of an, an orphan showing honor and respect to her adopted father who just happened to be her cousin. But she still honored him. She still respected him as a father. And Father, we thank you for people in our lives who step up and fill those roles. Maybe their uh, dad is uh, unavailable emotionally, physically, but you've put somebody in their lives that can, can uh, act as an example, as a mentor, as a person they can go to if they have a problem. And Father, we thank you that you are that example of love that we want to see in our homes and our families. That's that image of uh, sacrificial love and the death of your son and his uh, resurrection three days later. And then uh, you've given us the gift of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, and we praise you. We pray for those who need you for uh, in a special way. We just had a death in our church family. We're praying mightily for that family. And also the family of a church member whose daughter passed. So God, the, the um, grief doesn't stop. We know that death is a part of life. And we thank you. We thank you for the legacy of these that have gone on. Pray for um, angel protection for those who need you in a special way for the uh, many needs of your people. And we thank you for, for uh, answered prayers. In the name of Jesus, amen.
Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.